God bless you. God bless you. Before you sit down, grab the hand of the person on both sides of you. Quickly, quickly. Grab the hand of the person on both sides of you. Look them in the face before I pray. Say, hey, you. God got something special for you. Now listen, 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 listen. You got to tell them that again because the volume of your voice is about to control your destiny. Now tell them, say, hey, you. God got something special for you. And you got 30 seconds to scream like you know God's able. That ain't good enough. Act like you're coming out of the worst season of your life. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, church, God has something he wants to say. Now, I want y'all to help me preach. You're going, somebody say, I'm a helper. I want you to help me preach. God got something he want to say. And I believe he's going to do something absolutely miraculous in this service. In other words, eyes have not seen. Oh, come on, look into your future. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard, neither have it entered into the heart of man what God got in store for you. Make it personal for your role. For your role. Look down both sides of your role and say, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, I need your excitement to go to another level. Before there's a word, before there's any kind of preaching, you create your own atmosphere. Have God been good to anybody? <laughs> Amen. Sit down, y'all. Sit down. The word is already blessed. Father, as these people are seated, we thank you. We lift your name higher than ever before. I call you Elohim and El Shaddai. God, I'm asking you that you will sit on this service, that you will speak to me in an unusual way. God, hide me behind the cross of Calvary. God, you increase as I decrease now. Illuminate the word. Allow it to fall and lie resident in the hearts of all these that have gathered. In your precious son Jesus' name, let everybody say amen, 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 amen. Listen, um, God has something absolutely important he wants to relay to all of you that are gathered. He has something important. And I'm going to give you three principles. Normally I do it in the middle of the service, but I'm going to give it to you before I actually get into my text. Number one is, uh, first of all, how many people believe that God can do, he can do unusual things? No. Now, I'm not, I'm not, listen, I'm not talking about your kind of thing. I'm talking about unusual things. I'm talking about things that blow your mind. You don't, I'm talking about things that when you come out of it, you say, I don't know how in the world, um, who am I talking to? I don't know how I made it out of that. That should have killed me, and I, I didn't just make it out. I made it out on top. Who am I talking to? Listen, let me fast forward. I have a word for about 50 people. You coming out of this season with your hands up. Who am I? <laughs> and the louder you get, the quicker it's going to happen. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, there is something that God has to say to kingdom. Some God got to say, because anytime God allows a prophet, somebody say a prophet. Anytime God allows a prophet to show up, uh, uh, normally it happens in seasons of transition. Prophets don't just show up just to be showing up because we ain't got nothing else to do. Prophet don't just show up, you know, because I was invited. I was not invited here today. I showed up. You know, just showed up. No invitation just came. You know, real prophets in, 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 in the biblical day, real prophets was Isaiah went to Hezekiah and he told him, you're going to die. Prophets had an assignment when they went. In other words, prophets just didn't go because they were great illuminators of a text. They, 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 the prophets didn't go because they were great preachers. They could exegete, exegete text. No, prophets didn't show up, then that was not the office of a prophet. A prophet went when God was trying to relay a message. Somebody say, give me my message, give me my message. <laughs> now let me help you. What has, what has uh, defiled the prophetic gift is vessels who have picked up their assignment and didn't put it back down. And so the reason some, of, some churches don't allow the gift of the prophet to operate is because with such a gift comes such an influence. And you got to understand, you got to be mature enough to be able to pick your assignment up and put it back down. But what happens is, the prophetic gift have been defiled, and when a, when a gift is defiled, it no longer have the same influence or salt. But today we're going to bring back the purity of the office. In other words, you're not just coming out. Today you're staying out. You're not just receiving a word. You're walking in the word. I'm not just receiving a prophet. I'm holding a prophet accountable. Come on, point at me and say, give me my word. Give me my word. Give me. Amen. Listen. I'm going to preach for a few moments. I want to give you these three principles. I'm going to give you a text, and we're going to go to the next level in God. Number one, write this down. Write this down. I need everybody writing this down. Tweet it. Facebook it. Send it to your cousin. Don't matter. I need you to know this. Number one, I want you to repeat after, the, repeat after me. Say, the prophet has the ability to speak a thing. That thing he speaks has the legs to walk. Write this down. Uh, the louder you get, now we do know the Bible said he uses the foolish thing of the world to do what? Confound the wise. So in other words, that sometimes the, the prophet operates in such an unusual way that to the average mind it looks what? Foolish. And God is the greatest example of a man that orchestrates foolish situations. Uh, but in, uh, but it, its ultimate agenda is to bring about a colossal effect. And I prophetically declare that your foolish situation is about to turn into a colossal effect. 
in other words, let's, let's, let's go all the way back to the hood. Something big is about to happen to you, baby. Something big. And y'all ain't clapping better than I'm preaching. Something big. Look down your row, say, something big about to happen to everybody on my row. Something big. Yeah, yeah, something big. So number one, write it down. The louder I get, the quicker it comes. So listen, this Sunday is assigned to your manifestation. This Sunday, the Lord's going to use your voice as a key to open up a speedy manifestation or to manifest a desire that you've been having in your life. Look at your neighbor, talk to him, say, late neighbor, it's in your voice. God's going to use your voice to speed up your miracle. Okay, that neighbor act like they don't believe God can do it. Look at somebody else and say, neighbor, it's in your voice. God's going to use your voice to speed up your miracle. Because he used foolish things to confound the wise. Clap your hands if you believe that. So, so that's number one kingdom. We know that God is about to anoint the volume of our voice. And God said, the reason I'm going to anoint the volume of your voice is because I need somebody to understand that when you speak in this season, your speaking holds weight. You ain't just speaking just to be speaking. Your speaking in this season is going to hold credibility. Credibility over things that have tried to consume you, you about to consume it. What am I talking to here? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not just in any kind of season. I'm in a receptive season. I'm in a season that whatever I touch, it becomes mine. Y'all ain't loud. I, I'm, listen, remember, your volume is going to speed what the prophet is saying up. So if I shout house and you yell, that means the house is coming. God said, I'm about to position people in this church to be effective receivers. In other words, I'm not a clumsy receiver in this season. I'm an intentional receiver. In other words, when I look at something, I can already see me in it. I can, I can see me driving it. I can see me walk. Do you know I go to the kingdom and what accompanies the kingdom is momentum. Sit down, sit down, sit, 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 sit. Somebody say, get my word, get my word, get my word, get my word. No, you got to say it like you really want to say, get my word, get my word. Watch it, watch it, momentum. The Bible says, the Bible says, Luke 252, go there, go there, they put it on screen. Luke 252, the Bible says, and the Lord increased. And Jesus increased in wisdom how you look at things in stature how things shall prophetically look back at you in other words I, listen the church as a holistic body is going into war and in this war in this battle God said you're on the front line of battle and you cannot look at 
amen, your opposition the same way you've been looking at your opposition for years. Oh, come on, don't look at me like that. You know the way you looked at debt, you looked at debt as an opposition. You looked at debt as a trial. You looked at debt as a source to try to consume you and make you feel as if you were insignificant to your reality. But God said, you got to change the way you're looking at this thing. You know, I'm asking God, give me an anointing to look at this thing different. Give me an anointing to walk out Luke 2.52. Watch it. Increase me in what I'm looking at. If any man desire wisdom, let him first seek God. God, give me the wisdom to perceive this differently. Because the way I've been, listen, the way I've been looking at this thing here lately, it's been discouraging. But God said, guess what? He said, I'm about, to, I'm about to give you an anointing. Look at this thing a little different. So I don't look at debt the same way. No, 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 no. Next time I see a bill, you know, bills are scared to come to my house. Oh, y'all, y'all ain't talking. Bills don't even come to San Antonio no more. Hey, listen, listen, listen. That, that, that don't even show up at my door no more. Because I have a remedy. I, 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 have, I, have, I have increased influence. That debt no longer is my issue when it shows up. Because the Lord said, he said, and, he said, and Jesus increased me in wisdom. How I look at things. And in stature. Here, here's, here's, somebody say, here's the prophetic word. How things are about to respond back to you. That, that show up, that bill, you know, I know I got, I got life insurance I pay every month. You know, I don't know if y'all like me. I'm the type of individual, you know, I don't do that, you know, uh, take it straight out of my account. What you call that? Uh, de- automatic withdrawal. I don't like all that. I need, I need to see my money in there. I want to give you my money when I want to give you my money. Y'all stop acting like that. Yeah. See, y'all are too deep. Eight o'clock was more woke than y'all. Y'all are I got to listen. I ain't like y'all. I got to see. Hey, man, I got to see. Listen, I don't need you helping me take my money out of my account. You know, they tell me, they tell me, they say, hey, you open a bank account. They say, hey, listen, we're going to give you $300 if you allow us to take these out. No, devil is alive. I don't need it. I make my own money. Who talk to? You need no free money. Free money always got a cliffhanger to it. Who am I talking to here? I don't need no free money, baby. I got, hey. You post give me this. I ain't gonna, hey. Watch it, watch it, watch it. So listen, that, that don't show up no more. You know, you know why that don't show up? That don't even, it don't even come on my block no more. Because I done warned my whole neighborhood. I done warned the atheists, Muslims, all of them on my block. We all going to do it my way. They said, they said, what? they said, what's going on? They said, man, they said, you got the biggest house on the block. What's going on? I said, I don't look at that the same way. Somebody said, give it to me, preacher. Give it to me. Open your mouth. Come on. Somebody say, give it to me. That, that, that no longer has, it no longer has influence. It no longer has power. I'm going to tell you why. Because when that show up in my life, that is a sign that God is trying to prove himself to people that's watching me. No, no, no. Sit on that. Sit on that. That's not something you want to, that's something you want to chew on. So lately, debt have been a sign of why you work. 
When I see rent, I see how many hours I have to work. When I see light bill, I see when this check gonna post. I already got to give the church 10%. When When I see bills, I see I see stuck. But God said, change that. Look at bills. Look at debt as a sign that God's trying to prove himself to you and to those that's looking at you. Let you wake up. You wake up in the morning. That bill come. You start shouting because you got a bill. Some of y'all still trying to conquer this right now. You just, some of y'all trying to get saved about this bill thing. Y'all saying, now hold on, preacher. Pastor, still where you find this prophet from? He, t- he trying to convince me that my bill is not really a bad thing. No, no. Your bill helps build your faith. Anything, anything that tries to employ doubt in your life is a sign of resistance from your success. And so the Bible said, and the Lord increased in wisdom and in stature, favor with God and with man. So I no longer look at this the same way. And it no longer looks at me the same way. The Lord said, this church is finna get ready and walk into a quantum season. You about, to, you about to make a quantum leap into a prosperous year. Your year ain't going to start in January. Y'all don't hear me. Your year start in the consciousness of your now. Who am I talking to here? Look at somebody say, I'm about to think my way out of the worst season of my life. God said the reason... Sit down, y'all. I'm not ready yet, kingdom. God said the reason I'm about to do it, he said the reason I'm about to cause you to view this thing different is because there's an anointing that the prophet is coming to give you this morning. Somebody say, what's this anointing? Momentum. Momentum is not excitement. Anytime somebody talk about momentum, they say, oh man, we caught momentum. We caught excitement. Oh man, we caught momentum. We we got exposure. Momentum has absolutely, positively nothing to do with excitement. Matter of fact, excitement becomes a byproduct of what I'm about to tell you. Momentum has nothing to do with exposure. Matter of fact, exposure is a byproduct of what I'm about to tell you. The Lord said, you and your family and everybody's associated with you, hold on, come back. All of your enemies is about to catch momentum. Somebody said, what's momentum? Listen, listen. Momentum is a particular force given to a body. Accompanied, y'all ready? With weight 
and speed. So when the prophet comes to the city and the prophet tells kingdom, the church is about to catch momentum. The prophet is saying the church is about to catch speed to the vision. And wait to the pressure. And the Lord said, he said, it's very important that you understand that in every area of your life, God's about to cause momentum to come alive. That you're no longer living the same way you used to live. Because you understand you're walking not only in momentum, but this church is about to walk in divine momentum. In other words, listen, this next miracle that you're about to walk into, nobody's going to get the credit but God. Because you're changing the way, you're changing the way you're looking at this thing. I ain't looking at my life the same way. I'm not looking at my circumstances the same way. I'm asking God, God, listen, cause your sovereignty to be so present that whatever I touch, whatever I put my mind on, whatever I place my hands to do, every hidden, watch this, vision that's on the inside of me, I need it to manifest. I can't, I can't wait another day. I can't wait another week. I can't wait another year. I ain't waiting to tax time. I need you to sit on my substance. And I prophesied to about 150 people that if you jump on your feet, momentum will jump in you. Remember this, the louder you get, the quicker it's going to happen. Listen, listen, listen. Sometimes, sometimes it takes, sometimes it takes a prophet to come in and to remind you of what you possess. Not just what you possess, but the potency of what you possess. Potency. Pastor Steele, come here, come here, come here, man. Come, come, come all the way up here. Y'all see his suit? Yeah. Clap your hand for your pastor. Let's look at his suit. <laughs> look at the suit again. Look at the suit again. <laughs> Let me know if you want to give me the suit. I got a tailor. Watch this, watch this. Watch this, watch this. Somebody say momentum. momentum. Now, man of God, look, look, at, look at the church. Now, when you look at him and you look at me, and watch this. I'm going to tell you the difference. It ain't size. Kind of. <laughs> watch this, watch this. You're looking at two jars of oil. You're looking at oil. You're looking at oil. Wise man once told me, and this is why it's very important that you understand what season you're in, and it's divine momentum. The Lord said, I'm about to apply the pressure of weight, and, and I'm about to give you the endurance of speed, and you're going to be able to apply this to every area of your life. So anytime you feel, anytime you feel like things are slowing up, you will have to just step in the room. 
and it begins to speed up. Somebody say, that ain't momentum, that's divine momentum. Every time you feel resistance, God said you would be the weight that puts pressure on your adversary. So he's a, he's a bottle of oil. I'm a bottle of oil. And you may say, what's the difference? We, we, when, when you look at us, we're at the same level when it comes to how filled we are with the oil. So watch this. So I'm filled up. Pastor's filled up. That's not the revelation. It's not how filled you are. There's two different potencies in the oil. The longer you obey God, the more potent your oil is when you dispense it. And you got to understand, pastor, woman of God, they're not just here just to be here. They're here to build an endurance in your spirit. So when you need to result to momentum, you're not just dispensing anything. You got something on the inside of you that can sustain storms. You got something on the inside of you that can weather anything that comes your way. Because not only am I walking in divine momentum, I am divine momentum. Whatever my hand touch, that thing becomes mine. Whatever I begin to walk in, I begin to consume. Who am I talking to in here? First, thank you, Pastor. First Samuel, first Samuel, I believe it's uh, 1748. Bible talks about, so, so it was, and when the Philistines arose and came and drew nigh to David, that David, he did what, church? He, he, he went with haste. He ran quick. What do you do? Look at me, look at me, look at me, y'all. What do you do when God places you in an occupied space? I'm talking about, what do you do when you know you're gifted and God places you in a spot when it has been gifted person? What do you do when God puts you in a position and you know you can do it, but their mic is louder than yours? Okay, what do you, what do, you do when he puts you in an occupied space and you know your food is better than theirs, but they got the spotlight right now? Well, don't act like you ain't never ate no cooking that went good and you ate it to be nice God said the reason I got you in this season is because I trust that you won't duplicate what is already there and God said I'm looking for a remnant I'm looking for a select group of people that will catch the vision that's been implemented in the valley that's been given from a kingdom perspective and the vision that is a suggestion that I'm looking for somebody that's ready to create what we call creative miracles. 
instantaneous happenings. Listen to me. And that's what's going on. God didn't send me here to give you a, a, a wonderful, uh, hermeneutical, whatever you want to call it, type of sermon. He sent me here to be a prophet. To see you out of the worst season of your life. And to speak life to your future. To confirm what your pastor have been telling you all along. You will not stay down any longer. A matter of fact, I speak an anointing of an unstoppable person in here today. I dare you point at everybody on your road and tell them you are anointed to be unstoppable. With divine momentum. And the louder you get, You know, listen, this ain't no quiet season. This is a I'm loud season. God said, matter of fact, everybody that's coming out of the worst season of your life, you're about to have a grand exit and a grand entry. Who am I talking to here? I'm going out with noise and I'm coming back in with noise. And the louder you get, the quicker he going to do it. Lift your hands all the way up. Divine momentum. Lady still, it comes with a price. So you thought what you was going through, God wasn't punishing you. You lost the house because he was making room for you. You lost the car because it didn't look good on you. Who am I talking to? Look at somebody say, I got to change the way I'm looking at this thing. Kingdom, listen. Anytime, lift your hands, receive this. Anytime transition is going on, that's a sign that the devil is up to something. I'm telling you, anytime there's a transition, you have to be in a place where you expect Satan. You get married, you might as well, after that one year of, of honeymooning, some people is after the first week, you know. Honeymooning, first week, that, you know. You, you, see, see, see I, I need y'all to understand, stop letting the devil blindside you. Stop letting, stop letting the devil stop letting the devil make you feel like you ain't walking in your momentum because you had a bad day because you had a bad week because you had a bad month your money acting funny baby that's just a sign that God's trying to increase you look at somebody and say change the way you're looking at this God said this church is coming out as one unit this is one band and one sound. And what am I talking to here? We, listen, y'all, God said, I got something for everybody. But everybody needs to get on the same pace when it comes to what we endure. What we put up with. 
That's the key. Imagine if there was a church that understood that you gonna go through. Imagine a church that actually understood that you're not exempt from trials. This church would be three times its size if we became fishers of men that let them know I was once you. And quite frankly, I'm only a delivered saint. You got to understand, that's what people need to know. Divine momentum in this season is an anointing. It's an impartation. It's not something that can fall away from you. You receive it, you're receiving eternal divine momentum. In other words, you're receiving eternal divine weight and speed. That whatever you find yourself going into, you become what sustains it. Are you following what I'm saying? That's the anointing in this house. And I need you to understand that. David ran to that giant. He ran quickly. He ran with speed. The question becomes, what was the weight that backed him up? It was his conviction. He knew that he had a big God. You may be in front of me. You may be bigger than me. But the Bible said, Lord, I'm with you always. Even until the end of time. In other words, I'm going to be with you even until the end of your battle. Are you following what I'm saying? Watch this. Is it that a lost and wandering people is directly traceable to a lost and wandering thought? With a broken internal compass. With a bought out consciousness geared toward the things of God. I'm going to say it again. Is it that a lost and wandering people is directly traceable to a lost and wandering thought with a broken internal compass, with a bought out consciousness geared toward the things of God? Listen. When your compass shattered, where did your faith go? Some of you haven't recovered from your last pitfall. Your last stumble in a ditch that was digged. Your last resistance from a dream that was snatched. Oh, don't act like you ain't never encountered a dream snatcher in a ditch digger. So God said this morning, I'm placing an anointing on every person that's under the sound of my voice. And this anointing gives you access to fight the devil. This anointing gives you access to receive prosperity and wealth. I don't know who's ready to walk into your wealthy place, but God said the louder you get, the quicker your money is about to come. The problem, the problem becomes, the problem becomes, and this is the reason some of you could not make sit down, y'all. We're done. 
this is the reason some of you could not make that confession of yelling is because the problem becomes, Lady Steele, is some people have been broke for so long, having money is no longer an option. It's like a bitter woman or a bitter man. Been bitter so long that when love actually shows back up, you don't even know how to receive it. Are y'all following what I'm saying? But I come against every satanic attack. Every stronghold that is against the success of your relationships, the success of any financial exchange that is in your life. And I speak a flow. I speak a flow. I speak a flow. I speak a flow. Everybody ain't gonna catch that, but I speak of. I speak to the north, the south, the east, and the west. I speak of flow. That everywhere you go, your desire have to come to you like a magnet. I ain't got no money but somehow I walked away and it's mine. I ain't got no money but somehow I'm living in what I call the unthinkable. Uh, is there anybody in kingdom that still believe in supernatural breakthroughs? I'm not, I'm not talking about I just stumbled. No, I'm talking about he intentionally placed me in a bad season to see good results. He intentionally placed me in a bad season only to see good results. What am I talking to? And that's what God said. This season, for the next couple of days, for the next couple of weeks, start getting things you don't think you can get. Catch what I said. I didn't say go try and get it. You know those prophets say, you know, this week, go get it. Go get the, go try and get the car. And they, and they, leave, a, they leave a little cliffhanger. Go try. No, no, no. Go get things you know you can't get. Go get things you know you won't get approved to get. They gonna say denial, but something gonna fall on them. They gonna say your credit ain't good, but something gonna fall on them. Sit down, y'all. I gotta go home. Watch this. Watch it. It was a fetish. Took Paul to King Agrippa. Now you gotta understand, everybody was against him. He about to die. So you know, any type, you understand the culture of King Agrippa, you knew that if you went to King Agrippa, you weren't going to live, man. It wasn't, no, it wasn't no, you know, pleading your case. You went to King Agrippa, you died. Woman of God, you, 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 you somebody said dead, dead. Yeah, they, they, you, you was twice dead. Somebody say twice. You was killed on your way and you, you died when you got there. Somebody say that's, de somebody said that's called dead, dead. <laughs> and that's what you about to do to the devil. You about to kill him twice. You about to kill him one time with your confession.
and another time when your breakthrough actually shows up. You dead? Somebody say dead, dead. Sit down, y'all. I ain't ready yet. We got to go. I ain't ready. Got to go. Watch this. So Here it is. So, let us take Paul King Grippa. Paul shows up. Young lady, Paul said, Paul, sit there. Paul, Paul had a grin on his face. And you about to die. You looking your opposition, your oppressor in the face. You about to die. I'm going to be honest, y'all. My faith ain't at that level yet. <laughs> I see you about to kill me. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm going to be saying Jesus. But it's going to be like Jesus. Like Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to saying Jesus and I'm going to be checking the keys on the, on, 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 you know, Jesus. But he looks him in the face. Something falls on his opposition. Somebody say divine momentum. God comes with weight and speed. Something hit him quick. I'm going to tell you what hit him. God shows up. God becomes the ram in the bush. God becomes the pillow in the lion's den. God becomes a, a, a way like he was to Mary and Martha. He was a comforter. God becomes, he becomes that extra confidant. He becomes that, that, a, that AC in a fire furnace. Y'all ain't talking to me. He becomes that to them and he shows up and he consumes Agrippa's mind. Agrippa does this. Now, Agrippa don't even talk to you. You, you come, you're dead. Agrippa say, Agrippa say, Listen, let's give Paul an opportunity to speak for himself. So, he said, you speak for yourself. Only thing that came out of Paul's mouth was, I think myself happy. In other words, count it all joy. Listen, I want y'all to get this. I know my back is up against the wall. I know things going wrong. I know, I know, I, I listen, I know, I know what it looks like. See, when the devil wants you dead, when the, when the enemy don't want you to make it, when your opposition and your presence don't want you to make it, everything that accompanies the case is not in your favor. What happens when everything, when they look at the paper, when they look at the, at the reports, Everything says you did it. Okay, now let's talk to the real people. And sometimes we did do it. So we just need, what's his name, Johnny Cochran? We, we need somebody that can get us out of anything. And sometimes we, we did do it. God sits there and he says, Paul said, I think myself happy. In other words, I. God, I thank you that if you don't bring me out, I know you can. But you're walking in divine momentum. You're walking in the greatest season of your life, church. The prophet is not here just to be here. The prophet is here because this is about to be a prophetic season. God said that whatever you begin to speak in this hour, it's going to start to come to pass. Now listen, listen, listen. I want to prophesy to everybody, reach your hand out as a state of receiving. 
Do this right now. Every single person, if you got a baby, a kid, you make sure your kid's hands is reached. The Spirit of the Holy Ghost said that for every person that's in here, every single person that's in here, God said if you're ready to go to the next level in your life, you're ready to go to the next level in your finances, in your relationship, in your marriage, on your job, you're ready for promotion, you're ready for elevation, you're ready for new spiritual gifts, activated gifts, whatever you may be ready for. God said, I'm going to give you a minute and 60 seconds. God said, I'm about to give you two minutes. I'm about to give you two minutes to create a window of opportunity. And God said, in this window, you're going to throw your prayers in it. And whatever you ask God for, listen to me as your hands is, is extended. I prophesy, Pastor Steele, to your congregation that whatever we ask God for, in the next two minutes, I sense it in the realm of the spirit. God said, it's going to come to pass. Look at your neighbor as you point your hand to me and say, neighbor. The Bible says, and by a prophet, Israel was delivered out of Egypt. Somebody say, the text didn't stop there. And it continues to say, and preserved. Keep your hands pointed. Watch this. To preserve, the Lord said. Watch this. Is to keep you covered until that next bad season pass over. God said, I'm about to cover you. I'm about to preserve you past this next season that's going to try to attack you. Hear me. Hear me. Every area of your life, you got 60 seconds. Jump on your feet right now. We're going to go to a whole nother level. Hands all the way up. Hands all the way up. Hands all the way up. This is a prophetic moment. Listen. When I tell you that God's been looking, he's been looking for you. When I tell you God's been calling He's been calling your name. And God said in this service, you're going to have the opportunity to really pull on him. And every person that pull on God this morning, I prophesy he's going to answer every last one of your prayers. If you're ready for it, you say, you know what? God said, the altar is open. You're not coming to the altar because I'm telling you to come. You're coming because you need this change to be real. You need momentum to be real. I want every person that's ready for you and your family to have the kind of credibility that whatever you touch, that thing, in other words, you need the kind of credibility that you're not submitted to your financial tax bracket. That what runs your life is the kingdom's tax bracket. God said, make your way to this altar. But don't come just to come come with your hands up and ready to worship because God said it's going to be in your voice. Now listen, I want to give y'all some instructions. I told y'all in the beginning 
that God is doing it with speed and weight. But I gave you all a principle. I told you guys that the louder you get, the quicker it comes. Listen, we're not worshiping silently today. God said this is only for the bold soldiers. If you ain't bold, this ain't your moment. Go to your seat. This is for somebody that's bold. God said, I need you to worship with boldness this morning. Yeah! Now listen, you got two minutes. Now the louder you get with boldness, the quicker your manifestation is going to come. If you got to jump, I want to see you jump. If you got to scream, if you got to shout, if you got to dance, I want to see you do that. But when I tell you to move, when I tell you to flow, remember, when I say flow, this is for your kids' kids. This is for your church family. This is for the health in your body. I think they're ready. I think you guys are ready. Hands all the way up. Y'all ready, man?
don't see your hands. Yeah. Follow me, guys. Y'all ready? Everybody follow me. Oh, yeah. Somebody, the Lord said 21 angels just entered the room. And these angels are only going to people with their hands lifted. Shout yeah. God said, I need to hear you cry out. Shout yeah. Oh. Close your eyes. An angel's coming. Shout yeah. Come on, 30 seconds, go. Open your mouth, everybody, all over this building. Come on, come on, go, 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 go. Go, 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 go. Go, 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 go. If we was in Africa, they would say, go, 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 go. Listen, hands on the wheel. Good to see you, man. For the Spirit of the Lord said, I don't see your hands. You can't be lazy when you're looking for God to do something. I think, I think y'all ready. Shout yes. Yes. <laughs> There's a sound in here. Y'all ready? Shout yes. The Spirit of the Lord spoke to me. And God said, the same prophecy you received some years ago, I'm getting ready to do it again with speed. God said, for I shall supply all of your needs, said God. And God said, every resistance your wife been dealing with concerning money. God said, I'm getting ready to complete what I started. And I prophesied to your household that there shall be an immediate increase. And by the word of the prophet, and by the sound of every believer in here, when they shout and scream, you shall get it within 24 hours. Pastors, come. Please. Keep your, stay on the altar. Something happening. Woman of God, the Lord said, it's your time. And it's your season. Grab that woman hand right there. Yeah, right there. But God said, it's your time. 
Listen, if you're ready for this anointing, you better grab somebody's hand close to you quickly. If you're still sitting in your seat and you're ready for this prophetic erosion, you better get up here real quick because everyone that's at the altar is about to receive what we call an immediate return. Hold that hand real tight. Look on both sides of you and say, neighbor, I need you. Oh, come on, tell them, I need you. Spirit of God said, your neighbor, the hand you're holding is your coming out partner. And when you're in a good season, you need a coming out partner. You can't receive nothing in this season without her. This powerful woman of God can't receive nothing in this season without you. Are you following what I'm saying? Lift both of your hands. Now listen, what's on your leaders is about to fall on y'all. Now y'all ain't, remember, the louder you get, the quicker it's gonna happen! Listen, Pastor, your hand up. You better hold it. You better connect with a hand that's close to the crowd. Let me tell you the power of this. Tell you the power. Come hold this mic. Let me tell you the power of this. Let me tell you the power of this. Let me tell you how God works. Let me tell you how God works. Hold my hand, Pastor. Now watch this. Now I'm connected to all y'all. <laughs> now, I'm giving everybody that's still in your seat. I'm not asking you. I'm commanding you as a prophet. Come connect to the family. Do it right now. And you got to move quick. It's happening. It's happening. Come like you know God's getting ready to bless. Her. Somebody shout, hurry! Come on, get in this. Get in it. Get in it. God said, get closer. Come on, get closer. Get closer. Yeah, there you go. Listen. The woman with the issue of blood, Pastor, the woman with the issue of blood, what made her powerful is not that she had a lot of money. Though the Bible helps us to understand that she had income. What made her powerful is her ability to keep trying. Listen, some of y'all, you came to church with a given up spirit. But I want to tell you today, God's going to restore every broken piece of your life. Y'all ain't loud enough. Kingdom! Kingdom! God said, as a prophet of God, I've sent the prophet to mend the broken pieces in your life. 
You came broken. You came weary. You came ashamed. You came feeling naked. But God said, come on to me. All ye that may be heavy laden. God said, I'm about to give you rest. Kingdom. Listen, listen. Listen, woman of God, hold both of these hands. Keep that hand, hold both of these hands toward the crowd like this. Spread it out, spread it out. Come over, there you go. Those hands that way, your hand that way. Now listen, people of God, you are, you're connected. Some people come to church feeling like there's no connection between their leaders. You feel like the only thing you can receive is a word. But God said right now it's symbolic. God said, I've sent the prophet to tell you that I've ordained these spiritual parents to be your connection to your freedom. And this is symbolic that you will never be alone. God said, I've entrusted them to you and entrusted you to them. But God said, we're walking in a prophetic season. Now listen, when we yell this time, when we sing this time, when we worship this time, we're worshiping as one unit, connected as one body. There's no separation.